Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, I'm a disloyal person. This, this is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Q-Smosh with Sean and Joe. At Q-Smosh on the socials, go there. Join the Militia Live on X Spaces for the final segment of each show, God willing. The 4-1 Syracuse Orange will head to North Carolina this weekend, Saturday. For the first road game in the ACC, um, as well as their first matchup against a ranked opponent, if I'm not mistaken. They're 15th, right? Yep. Uh, the, the 14th. 14th. Okay. All right. This is the first road trip of, of, of a, a long stretch of Maine to come. Uh, we'll get your final score predictions, and you'll hear our always accurate predictions as well in the live segment of tonight's show, or to this evening's show, as it were. Um. Presser, not much in it. Joe and I agree that, you know, we're just going to get right into this. Think tonight. So, we want to get to your, uh, go over last week's, get your predictions for this week, and I see it's catching on. The explanations are catching on. Mm-hmm. And, at least on Twitter. Uh, and I, for one, love it. So, the all-time series between the Orange and the Tar Heels sits at 3-3. Three and three. Each team has taken the last of their home games. UNC with a 31-6 win in 2020 in Syracuse with a 40-37 win in 2018. This is the double overtime game. We all remember this, the famous uh, Tommy DeVito savior game. He came in through for 181 yards and three touchdowns. Dungy's 225 and no touchdowns. And we all remember the chaos ensued that, that ensued after that game. Joe me guilty okay never again uh 4-1 4-0 carolina is coming off their bye week after beating pitt 41 to 24 that game was on the road at pitt if i'm not mistaken yes it was um coach mac brown in his fifth year back with the tar heels uh they finished nine and five last year six and two in the acc uh in drake may's inaugural season eventually making it to the acc championship last year and they they pretty much got uh, dismantled by none other than Clemson, 39-10. to uh, May, though, this kid finished with uh, just enormous amount of yards racked up through the air, 4,321, 38 TDs, uh, tack on seven Russian TDs to that, and he led the entire ACC with total touchdowns with, with 45. So, you know, this kid, he's he's a destined first-rounder, if not a, a top 10, arguably, um, so far this year, he has five touchdowns, but he's got four interceptions. Um, although thrown for 1,187 yards, completing 72.7% of those passes in roughly 296 yards a game, which is, I mean, consider the opponents, I guess, but it's still a lot. 
Okay, no matter how you slice it, it's a lot, and it's good practice. Um, he sp- he spreads the ball around pretty good. He's got f- four targets with ten plus receptions, five receivers with a hundred plus yards on the year so far. Returning in guys to the receiving core, JJ Jones. He leads the team with two hundred ninety six yards, uh, but no touchdowns. There was a Kent State transfer, uh, Devontae Walker. Did not receive a waiver from the NCAA. Um, to become immediately eligible because he's a two-time transfer student. So Mac Brown, I don't know if anyone remembers, he kind of went off in the NCAA in a brilliant statement. And you can look it up. I would love to read it. I have it here. But, I mean, he tore the NCAA a new one, and rightfully so. Let's be honest. Although it's the Tar Heels, I don't care. Anytime anybody rips the NCAA, I'm there for it, and I have your back, Coach Brown. Uh, sophomore <laughs> running back, um, Omarion Hampton, he's averaging 96 yards a game, and it's good for on his carries for 5.2 yards. So, awesome. Uh, defensively, it's a veteran group. It's similar to struggles to last year, though. Um, they've got two big-time returners in Power Eccles and Cedric Gray, both linebackers. They combined for 247 tackles last year. So far this year, through four games, they've combined for 65. Gray leading the two of them with 34 and one-and-a-half sacks. Nationally, the Heels rank 61st in total defense, allowing an average of 363 yards a game. 51st in rushing offense, uh, uh, rushing defense, excuse me, letting by 124 yards a game, and 83rd in stopping the pass, an average of 239 yards through the air. So there's, there, uh, Joe, I mean, it's, it's kind of the opposite issue we dealt with last week to some extent, right? You had a high-powered offense, and you got some holes in the defense a little bit. Um, I feel yep. like uh, Syracuse is it's going to bode well for better for us. I think it's the better matchup. Um, the uh, the one the one guy they're missing from last year was what was it Storm Duck? Storm Duck yep. transferred to NC State or Louisville. He's in the ACC. Is he not? Louisville. Louisville. Okay. So Storm Duck, he was he was their their dude in the secondary, and you know none of the names pop out at me. So, with that said, I mean, there was holes last year. but yeah, this the defense is pretty bad. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing, except for it's like it's mostly the same guys. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the only difference to me, realistically, with them and us, I mean, you look at the, the stats and offense looks very similar. You know, May and, May's and Schrader's numbers look very similar. Um, like LaQuinn Allen and Hamptons are pretty close as well. So, even Alfred and JJ Jones, realistically, uh, it, the difference to me is the defense. But then again, you don't know if this is kind of a skewed stat because you know when you do look at the the schedule, uh, yeah. you know their first four games, you know I mean that they're better. They, they played their they haven't played their D one double A yet, which is Campbell, which is way down the line um, in the schedule. But starting off the season, beating South Carolina thirty one seventeen, and then. Barn burner against App State for two, two years in a row, right? Two overtimes, and then home against Minnesota, a Big Ten team, so an SEC team, a Big Ten team, and then they just played their first conference game at Pitt and won pretty handily. So, um, Pitt not showing much signs of life lately, anyway. And that's the thing, realistically, when you look at Pitt, their offense really hasn't looked that great. And I mean, North Carolina, they've averaged giving up about I don't know twenty two points a game, something like that. So, and they give up more yards. So realistically, this isn't like everybody knew going into this year. These three teams, from Clemson to Florida State, we're going to be—they're the most talented teams that we're going to be playing, right? And they're 
they have the best quarterbacks that we're going to play. These are the top three quarterbacks we're going to play. These next two are, are the top two. Cade was probably number three if I had to rank them. So um, between Drake May and between Jordan Travis, like they both can run, they both can throw. Uh, I think the only difference really, really here is is that I don't know. It would have been different if uh, that guy you were talking about was his Ford or something. Storm receiver. Oh, it was um, Tez Tez Walker, Devontae oh, Walker. Tez, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, yeah. If he played, then yeah, I think make May he lacks. Um, last year he had two receivers who went to the the NFL. So I mean, I think that he. Doesn't have as good a skill players as he did last year. I think that's why they're relying more on the run. And don't get me wrong, that's why they brought space. Tez in, though. They they were they were very much hoping that he was going to get a waiver. Oh, absolutely. Because he and, didn't play in and, in the COVID year. He didn't play. Right. So this one, I mean, it kind of is tough because we do have a different schedule, so it's hard to just compare stats sometimes. But I mean, it opened up as a nine point favorite for North Carolina. It's went down to eight. Um, I think that's a little high. I think we're a little bit closer than that. And, um, you know, like you said, our presser didn't really give us too much, but I did listen to Mac Browns and, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was a little, I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't feel respected. Like when you listen to a pre presser, like a pregame presser, you want, you want to hear the other team and your coach, you want to talk, you want, you want to hear your coach talk about the other team and vice versa. Right. And to me, it, it was a lot of just talking about his players and talking about a lot of um, Pittsburgh and what they did on the bye week and everything. And he did give some insight to where, you know, they gave uh, some their players homework to watch the Syracuse Clemson game and take notes and um, things. Look at some things of like obviously in, around the position that you're going to be playing so that you could try to pick up on tendencies and stuff like that. Um, so there was definitely a scouting report homework assignment and um He's also pushing the fact that last year they started nine and one, and then they fell apart and ended up finishing nine and five, and they collapsed. If they got cocky, everyone was talking about them. They got complacent, and so another one of the messages he, you know, went to his coaches was, you know, pretend we're zero and four. Like, what would you do if we were zero and four coming out of the bye week, and then this game was going on? So they're playing with a chip. Um, they don't want what happened last year but to it's happen. A fa- it's a fake so chip, keep though. It going. It's a fake chip. Hey man, if you can if you can make it, it's fake. you know, it's a faux chip. I'm just saying, yeah. But there wasn't a lot of talk about us. There wasn't was really there a lot of so questions. It, almost gave, it we, almost gave this illusion that they really weren't worried about it too much. That they felt like they were in a good place off a of buy, and I, I don't know. Like I said, well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the point where I felt like disrespected. It's just like I think that this game is going to be a close game, and I mean, obviously, you can't go down and spot them fourteen or think that you can lose the turnover and penalty battle the way you did last game because uh, these guys do score. Like I mean, but yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be their first real test. I mean, believe it or not, their fifth game in, our sixth. This is North Carolina's first real test. I mean. You know, I don't know how we stack up against Appalachian State, but or even South Carolina for that matter. But I mean, I feel like what we've got, we've got something, we've got something more to give them than we we did last year. Our the when you know not last year, but what was it, 2018 when we had to go to two two overtimes? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And and they do too, and they do too. And but you know, it's not like we play each other that much. But this is a team that can be exposed by an offense 
And, you know, I think our defense is ready, is up for the challenge with their offense. And I mean, we're going to see, but I feel just like on a pure confidence level, I just feel better about this. Only thing that's missing is it's not in the dome. Right. But that's the one thing, but they're, you know, they went to Purdue at night and that place was raucous and they were able to pull that off. It's going to be, you know, probably similar, but it's not under the lights. It's a midday game. And, I feel like that bodes for them, right? You know, I mean, being in, being a road team and having to sit around all day and wait for everybody to get liquored up before you take the field, that's tough. It sucks, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, this Syracuse is going to have to come out of the gate strong. We talked a lot about that. And Garrett Traders yeah. talked a lot about that, even in regards to his offense last year, continuing into this year. And I just don't see the situation that we ran into last week. And if we don't go down immediately, 14 nothing, then, you know, I feel like it's going to be a, a grudge game. match. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. our, our defense is up for the challenge, basically is what I'm saying. And, and Garrett Traders, I, I think everybody on that offense last week, they have, they are, you want to talk about a chip. I mean, if they don't have a chip, I don't know who does. And that's a real chip. They've got well, something to yeah. prove. Yeah, and 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 on top of that, you know, Garrett Schrader, he's from the Charlotte area, so I'm sure. Oh, true. Know, That's right. Whole, yeah. He's going back home. I'm sure he's going to have people, you know, from his hometown, family and friends there. And um, obviously, he does. His, he already has a chip on his shoulder to to come back from last game. But I mean, this game doesn't. This game worries me. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm absolutely. Not saying that we're gonna like definitely win, but this game doesn't worry me as much as Clemson and as much as Florida state's going to. Um, and that's really, I think only because I do think that our defense is up for the challenge to going against this quarterback, but that's, those are the matchups, right? Because uh, this is the best quarterback that we're probably going to face. And if, 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 if it's not in Jordan Travis's, then this is, you know, the best quarterback up to this point that we will face. And we're going to have to deal with him. And he can he's elusive. He's smart. He can run. Um, not like Schrader, but he still can 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 move a little bit. And um, the other question or the other issue is, is that North Carolina hasn't seen or played against a quarterback that can run like this. So they can watch tape or anything like that, but they haven't they haven't played against a guy you know, like this, as versatile as uh, as Garrett Schrader is, um, they haven't played against a quarterback like that. So this might be the best quarterback that that they're playing uh, that the North Carolina defense has played this year. So, and who shows up for Syracuse on on the receiving end? Uh, Dan Valari um, saw an interview with him on on Twitter. He says he's playing, right? Yeah, he says he's playing. Um, uh, oh, I can't remember the kid's name. I'm sorry. He used to host your favorite podcast, Joe, or he was one of them, I think. Um, anyway, that's, I saw it on Twitter. He, he's, you know, he's ready to go. He was there um, talking to him about the game. So, I mean, that's, that's something in the back pocket to keep an eye on. And who steps up for Syracuse offensively on the, in the receiver core, the other receivers? So, Right. It, it, I mean, that's, that's really – that's what it is too obviously right is you know north carolina they had a whole bye week to recoup rest well not not only recoup and recoup and rest but to get Do rid of and fix those issues that they've been having right yeah. and um you know that's something that we got to do too but realistically it's like the gap between is the gap between may and schrader 
as big as the gap between our defense and North Carolina's defense, which I think that's why, I mean, this is destined to be a close, great game, barn burner of a game. I mean, minus one team having, a, like, really, really losing the turnover or penalty battle like that bad. So, I mean, those are the things. These, I mean, those type of mistakes, it's going to be the reason this game is won or lost. In penalties, my you know, you're in hostile territory. Yeah, watch the penalties. That's under the microscope. The wide receivers are under the microscope. Garrett Schrader's slightly under the microscope. You know, so, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things. Again, similar to Clemson, you got to come into this game and you can't, it, you got to play an almost perfect game. If you want to win against teams like this, 14th um, ranked team in the country, you got to play an almost perfect game. Right. Or if you make mistakes, they have to equal your mistakes, right? Like both teams have to kind of even out a little bit, right? Yeah, that's just a, <laughs> that's just a missed opportunity at the end of the day. So, but oh, yeah. it is. But I'm just saying, if if the penalties and the turnover margin is evened out, then it's really the best team wins. But well, sometimes no you know that's no situation. Right? It's, it's situational as well, too, right? I mean, you could even as a Syracuse fan say, you know, of course we're biased, and but I think that if you're being honest with yourself. North Carolina could be the better team. It's it's a it's going to be how you execute. And Garrett Trader talked about execution and how you know. I just I just feel like Garrett Trader's on a mission this week. He's not yeah. ha- he he's not happy with what happened. He's talked about his execution. He's talked about going through his reads. He's talked about making the right decisions. I think that hit. Think out he's okay. In the hit last week, probably brought him down to earth to some extent and i think he's going to be more careful now okay that's a more that's so important for him to be careful because we you we could have just we could have lost him last week just as easily as we didn't so right when you think about you know him and his running he's got to be smart about it and um you know i think i think he probably had a reality check last week when getting his bell rung and um you know, look for him to play a little bit smarter. He's been talking about it. He's just an animal. Can't help it. It's in his it's hard. It's in his so sometimes it's once you're in the moment, it's hard to turn it off. Sometimes not when you feel like you can make moves. That's what he was doing. He didn't even see that guy. That's what I'm saying. I mean, how many times? Yeah, that's a one one out of what twenty run. I mean, a lot of times he goes in. He knows he sees the hit. He knows what he's getting himself into. Mm-hmm. Those are just one of those hits where I think anybody fumbles on that. I mean, I you, think so didn't, too. you didn't see the guy. That's not a. It's not like. There's a free shot. I mean, that was tackle dummy shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not calling Trader a dummy. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> you know. But I know what you're saying. I mean, yeah. you, you line somebody up. He didn't see you coming. You could line up everything the way you wanted to hit him, hit the ball, all that stuff. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah. Exactly what you want as a defensive player. So. <laughs> exactly. He was set right up for that. Uh, uh, we put that behind us though after that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, I think. Oh well, yeah, I mean, he's gonna have to do better, bro. Yeah, I think he knows that this this game rests on his shoulders. And Syracuse, look, okay, look, let's let's be realistic for a second. All right, this defense is not Clemson's defense. It's not Clemson's defense, but let's be let's be just let's just put everything out real quick. You lose against Clemson, you know, not a huge surprise. If you don't come in and win this game, you got to go to Tallahassee. Would would anybody within earshot of me be surprised if we lost in Tallahassee? 
I, I doubt. I doubt it. Right? You ha- you have to have this game. You can't go on a three game skid on the road, and then get take a week and then go to Virginia Tech on the road. Right? Mm. I mean, you can. You, you can. <laughs> well, that's all, yeah, <laughs> a, but I mean, it could happen. Yeah, I mean, that's my fear. And if it does you got to right. do what you got to do? Right. That's but my again, fear. We talked about this. We talked about. Yes, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're going to this game, right? I want to see them win. It, it, obviously, I want them to see them win every game, but especially if I'm going to be there. Um, but I just don't go as far as necessarily saying like we need to win, depending on what mm. you're comparing it to. Like, if you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, we need to win to stay in the in the running for the ACC championship game, then yeah. If that's where if that's where your head's at, but if you're looking like like we already talked about it, in our last five games, they're very beatable, and we we'll, and we get a bye week right in between that last slate of five games, in which I think what, I think two of this them are home. Is, you need this for you, you. I think you. I think this is a very important game. I think we need this game. I don't think that we don't make a bowl game because of it. I mean, if I had them at seven and five preseason, okay, I had I had four and one exactly or four and zero. Oh, I had no, I had at four and one. Okay, up to Clemson. And then I have them losing against UNC, Florida State, and then beating Virginia Tech, Boston College. And actually, I have them losing to Pitt, which was dumb. And I wish I could well, change it. I mean, I see eight and five out of the rest of the schedule, even if you drop those games. But that's what I mean is if these are the three games that if anybody would have picked, hey, beginning of the season, let's say we go nine and three, what three games do they lose? It would be those three. It'd probably be them. these three. And yeah. they have the best three. Think about it. They have the best three, obviously, most of the time recruiting rankings. But on top of that, quarterbacks. You take away what I'm looking at in the league right now. You take away Schrader. I mean, I don't know. I'm only looking at the teams that we're playing. So, obviously, you know, Miami's got a pretty good one. Duke's got a pretty good one. But as far as the teams that we're playing, these are the three best quarterbacks that we're playing. So, and we know that our defense is legit. And that's just (laughs) – yeah, I mean, if we win this game, then I think that that's saying something. I mean, as far as this season could be special, like Dungey year special, maybe better. But that obviously depends on obviously staying healthy as well. But I think for the most part, a majority of people didn't even have us going 4-0, let alone saying we're going to be 4-3. and you know, I, I guess a majority of people would have us after Florida State being 3-4. and four. From the right from the beginning of the season, right? Mm-hmm. And now here we are. So we're already overachieving in most people's expectations from the beginning. So at the end of the day, if we win this one, we're setting us ourselves up for a pretty special because we could go and lose to Florida State, have two I, losses, and then those next five games are all winnable. I want to beat UNC so bad. Oh, me too. And it's and it's, and it's possible. Like I don't see them having – I mean, don't get me wrong. Hampton is a great running back. But they don't have amazing – J.J. Jones is pretty good, but they're, they're specialty players just as good as ours. Running backs, all that stuff, the people that you know Drake May has to throw and run the, you know, hand the ball off to, I think they're, that ours are pretty comparable. And to be perfectly honest with you, if we were healthy, Aronde was healthy, we probably would have better players there. So, oh, If Aronde was healthy, I mean, that's just uh, – yeah, that's huge, right? I mean, barely got to see him. Well, and that's the point, too, right, is that, yeah. I mean, a lot of this stuff that we're seeing, how much of this is the after effects of you go all camp 
you know, Arande Gatson, he was the, he was a man last year. And now, of course, you're going to kind of run your offense through him, right? Through him and Garrett and LeQuint. Like, and you probably were, you know, game planning that and, and practicing that all summer. And then Arande goes down. And now you have to completely figure out who's going to step up, what roles people have. And that takes a little bit of time, especially when you're in season. So I really only expect us to get better. I mean, Isaiah Jones is out right now, Trevor Payne is out right now. Um, they, they said they're, you know, the coach said they'll be back. So, I mean, I expect us to get some reinforcements there, but you know, some of those guys, they, I mean, they got to step up and they know they have to step up. And if Valari can continue to look like an actual tight end, um, maybe have some throw in some of those tight end, you know, throw throwing plays and trick plays and stuff like that. Cause he used to be a former quarterback. That's stuff that can all make up for the loss of a Ronde. but you know, it takes, the whole family and the whole crew to do it, not just one or two people at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. It's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. Hi, loud mouths. You all know what to do when I send out the tweets or the posts or whatever the X's. What do they call it now? The X's? Um, as for your I final believe. score predictions on the upcoming game, obviously in this time at Syracuse at UNC, what did you th- say you think it's called? Is it called a... X. X. It's an X. It's called X now? It's not Twitter. I don't don't know. Oh, okay. I still call it Twitter. Okay. It's like I'm still going to call it the Carrier Dome. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Um, speaking of X slash Twitter or whatever... Let's start there because let me see. Got a bunch. Got a good amount of good amount of, of meat to chew on here. And I haven't looked at them yet, so let's get started. Q's 28 UNC 14. That UNC defense don't worry me like Clemson, and I think the mob can handle Drake May because he doesn't have many weapons. Need our O-line to step up big time and we can get it done. Listen, did this kid already listen to the front end of this show? Right? I mean, look. That's excellent. Um, we are with you, and we, we are with you because we said most of that. Not as, not as confident as you said no. it, Noah, but who does, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that it'll be probably a little bit high, more high-scoring and closer. I don't know if we keep them to 14, but hey, mm, yeah. never know. You, you never know. We've seen more surprising things, but my score yep. is written down, and it's not, it's not that low. Okay, it's actually high, higher on both ends than that. Um, Syracuse thirty-seven at baptized by fire seven. Syracuse thirty-seven, UNC twenty-one. Uh, UNC's O line lets May down, and we sack him five plus times in three turnovers. LaQuint Allen rushes for one hundred and fifty, uh, and there are happy times for this Orange fan and gets to see his first SU win in person. Dom letting the cat Dom, out of the bag. There. Talking about Khalil Mack. Huh. Yeah, right. What's he talking about? Khalil Mack? Yeah, Khalil Mack. What do you get? Three? Um, or no, six. It's six. Six. Yeah, yeah. Against your Raiders. They They're not my Raiders. They're not my Raiders. Those aren't my Raiders. My Raiders don't reside in Las Vegas. Well, so I can't really my talk. Raiders. I can't talk too much because yeah, Daniel Jones. Dan Jones got sacked 11 times. So Yeah, well, not only that, but you, you told me yesterday the NFL had, had, oh, yeah. had to create rules. For that, so which I told that yeah, joke at work all day today. 
Oh yeah, everybody, everybody who plays the Giants, they gotta count till seven Mississippi before they can rush a quarterback. It's a new <laughs> rule now. See how fast you can do it. No. Uh, hey, but hey, on that note, real quick, Giants did sign Justin Pugh from free agency oh, nice. to kind of shore up their line. So the ex Syracuse, <laughs> he got drafted from the Giants and then he went off to Arizona. And I think he had an injury, and I think he was back and forth between retiring or not. But um, I think he was just waiting to get healthy. And I figured that he—I think he figured he would have got picked up at some point in the middle of the season. But back to the Giants, another Syracuse alum in the league. Daniel Jones looking Again. like the old. You remember the Eli Manning meme? He became a uh, meme. Yeah. The freaking yeah, head that sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It was so good. It's tough right oh, now. Oh man! Hey, look, yeah. look. Just to get back to my point. My Raiders aren't from Vegas. That's it. That's where I stand with that whole effing thing. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Okay. I can't do it. Aiden O'Connell, guys. <laughs> Come on. Golly. If I'm not mistaken, Eric Dungy's still out there somewhere. Give me something to cheer yeah. for. <laughs> Golly, dude. Uh, Charles on Twitter. At Charles uh, Rogalia, something to that effect. 27-24 Syracuse in a take-me-to-Kraus type game. Okay, well, I like that. Uh, At David7W, 31-28 Cuse. We're getting closer to my score now. Uh, The two teams are surprisingly even look... uh, The two teams are surprisingly even in a lot of stats, and I believe the total is currently at 59 which seems legit the the stats though and when you were talking we were talking about you know we got one extra game schrader's got one extra game in when you're comparing his stats to drake mays can't forget that uh i think our o-line will fare much better against unc than it did last week yes i agree and that will be a big difference it'll be huge uh we get over 200 yards on the ground go orange that's a look they what was i saying they they let through they let through 124. 124. Yeah. 100, well, I got 124 here, but okay. Call it 125 a game. I think um, between Schrader being careful and LeQuinn Allen, I think they could have a field day with that. I think it's a recipe for what I would call a field day. So, I mean, that's possible. I don't know about 200, but, you know, it's possible. Look, you never know, man. I just, I think that. It's one of those things where once they get it down, uh, um, I think some of the linemen that we've seen are, are coming back, right? I mean, Alo- Aloha and Moore were Moore, both back yeah. and played last game. So, um, you know, we have more people back to kind of throw in the mix and see what works. And obviously, North Carolina gives up, you know, some rushing yards. I mean, we, we hold our opponents to under 100. So, you know, and it's, it adds up to almost 30 more or 30 less rushing yards than they allow. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and like what we talked about, uh, they haven't seen a quarterback as elusive and, and dual threat as Garrett Schrader this year on their schedule. So, yeah, I was going to say something. I totally lost track. So <laughs> I'm just saying, Schrader I'll almost had 200 against Purdue by himself. Yeah, I know. It's, that's a yeah. So. I don't know if that's a great comparison though. Like I, my expectations aren't there, but I just want him to be safe. But I think he can do well, it. Yeah. I mean, I think he can do it. Obviously, Clemson's a different animal, guys. I mean, let's be honest. It really is. And uh, I think Clemson goes on the tear. To be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um. At yeah. right. 
At number one, Q's fan, Syracuse 37, UN Cheat 21. I like that. The mob sacks Dre, uh, Drake May several times, and they get a few turnovers as well, along with Garrett Trader having a big bounce back game using the Quint and the rest of the receivers in a huge way. I mean, it is not kind of. It is, it's a bounce back game for Garrett, and I think he knows it just listening to him talk. He was on the mob podcast, by the way. If you hadn't listened, it's pretty good. Um, so Who's the Schrader? Schrader was on the Mob Podcast. No, I mean, I saw a clip, but I didn't see the whole thing. It had been released yet? I don't know. I full saw, episode? I saw the clip, too. I retweeted the clip. I, I okay. think so. I think so. I think it might have, may have came out today at some point. Yep. Um, at Tyler Morona, our buddy Tyler. I need to show Tyler some love here. New dad and all that. 34-31, not sure who wins, to be honest, but that's the score. Well, you know, you got me there, okay? <laughs> I, I did not uh, specify that you need to pick a winner. I just said final score prediction, so touche. Um, Tyler starting his own collective or something thereof, right? Uh, Help, I think he's helping. Helping, Okay. Once I'm not sure. One, He's part we, of. We need to speak with him about that and possibly yes. get him here. Get some clarity. Yeah, get some clarity. There's a video. I retweeted it. Um, he was upset. He had to go for a walk after the Clemson game. He was pretty pissed off. And uh, he, he's, he's vowing to raise a million dollars for NIL money. So, hey, look, come on, come on here and tell me how you're going to do it. Let's figure it out. Um... Oh, boy. At Jello Zump 19, 31-21 Qs. I think Schrader has a bounce-back game, and they use Alan Moore, who has a big game because of it. Defense stays strong and focuses on a few, uh, focus, forces a few turnovers, and we can get out of there with a W. Okay? You got anything from Facebook or what? I'm running out here. Yeah, I'll just, here, I'll just run through this real quick because there's a couple that aren't really there's you know, nothing the meat there. on the bones, so yeah. I'll just go... Uh, Chris Courtright, 41-21 bad guys. Michael Dendis, 28-7 UNC. A lot of UNC. Uh, Alex McDonald, 28-26 Qs. Some low-scoring games. Fred Dever, 28-17 Qs. 21-3 North Carolina. Some Jeff Bishop. Boy Sabo has North Carolina, 37 Qs, 29. Hmm. John Gubbins, 50-7 UNC. I got very little faith after last week. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be that kind of I think that's game. a little bit of a – and then the only one that really gave any type of, uh, you know, meat in the whole thing, Andy Stewart, three questions. Who has UNC beat? How much better is Syracuse than App State? That was What's my question. Are we? I mean, you know, you got to imagine we're probably better, right? Right. I hope. What's the – What's the difference between the number nine defense in the country in Clemson compared to the number 62 in North Carolina, which, by the way, were ranked 21st? With that said, Syracuse beats North Carolina 31-24 by running the ball efficiently, controlling the clock, and getting enough stops on defense. This game is the most winnable out of the three big ones. I agree. It's pretty. I, I agree, and I especially agree with controlling the tempo of the game and limiting snaps on offense. I mean, if Syracuse can get a running game going and just drain this, pull an army, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we have to go that drastic, but definitely <laughs> well, don't have to go as fast as right. we've been going. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. 
Um, at our Boris 93835Q, so we clean up our mistakes. Our D-line is better than their D-line, and that makes the difference. Okay, I like it. Um, and cleaning up the mistakes, we talked a little bit about on the front end, and that's just one thing that's got to get done to win any of these games coming up. I mean, you, you can't do that anymore. And that was one of the advantages of playing some of the cupcakes in the beginning and trying to get all of that out of your system. And then I kind of understand Clemson and the nerves maybe a little bit, but you're at home. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a reasons, reasons versus excuses kind of guy, but I mean, I'm even running out of that. So it's just one of those things. Like, they just got to clean it up. And we talked last week or was Sunday about some of those PI calls being totally necessary or for Syracuse and probably save some touchdowns in that aspect. So, you know, well, some they are, but in the other situations, it's all fixable. It's all fixable right. technique. Per- yes, I mean, exactly. you know, I, as a corner, you have to know that there's times where you have to, you have to turn around to find the ball. Yes, exactly. And, you know, don't touch people out of bounds and things of that nature. Don't move before the ball snapped. Stuff like that. Um, at Cuse Nation 1, Cuse needs to come out pissed and offense needs to do better, but I feel like the ACC will blow the UNC, will blow the UNC in Florida State game like the Clemson game. They don't want Cuse beating those three teams. I mean, look, conspiracy theory? I don't know. Maybe just a theory. But I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of with Aaron. It's a great point. You, you always have to battle that, and it's dumb. It's dumb. It's so dumb. Um, right. I don't know. It's just like, a, is it because of, I mean, do you think? I does it just feel it's, that it's, way. It's some, probably the money, right? I mean, maybe. It's the money. Maybe. I mean, is there really a hit out on Syracuse, you know, for, I mean, by I the ACC officials? That, I mean, I don't know. Weirder things are going on right now than that. So, I mean. Yeah. You know. I mean, you careful. can't say. Be careful. I'll if, vacate you. We were to make the ACC. I'm just saying, if we yeah, if we make the ACC championship game, then I mean, we will travel. Like our fans will travel, but that's not where the money is, right? The money is the eyeballs on the TV sets, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and who's bringing in the ducats? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Yeah. On to on to um, well, this week anyway. My favorite part of the show is where we talk about last week. Uh, Joe had thirty-one twenty-seven. Clemson. I had thirty-one twenty-four. Clemson. So, yeah, you win. I I won. Look at that. Uh, Three. Wow. See how happy and optimistic that you are when you actually win. You know, my favorite part of the show. But if I won, you would have been like, "All right, let's get it over with." Well, come on. Yeah, naturally. That time of the show. That's two in a row, though. Three and two. I'm leading right now. So that means I'm going to receive. I'm going to go first. Look, it's a different game uh, than Clemson. Joe, you hit you hit it earlier. You got you got uh, an, a high powered offense against a pretty good defense, and then you've got a pretty good offense against um, a not so great defense, right? So it it makes for probably something that's going to be high scoring. Like I said earlier, I hope we can get the run game going. I hope Schrader can be safe and smart. And we we we've got Dan Valaris looks like he's suiting up. So that's a that's a wrinkle for UNC. 
along with, you know, one of the other receivers or two of the other receivers doing something right in. I think, I think we, if we can control this game offensively and stay on the field, we've got a fighting chance. Like I said, maybe army this game. Of course, it's not gonna be like that. We're just not that methodical. Right. And plus, I just don't think that it's in them. I think they need, sometimes they need to, they want to go. Right. But you got to be moving the ball too. So, um, I got it kind of high. I don't know. We'll see. But I've got, so my gut is, my gut is nervous. It is. And I'm, it's not that I'm picking this score because I'm, I'm, I'm like the bubble super, guts? like, like kind of, yeah. Like the bubble guts. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not like super confident in an absolute domination. And I'm not super confident in a win even, but I'm going to this game. And I, when you go to a game, you want, especially on the road, you, you, you can't pick them to lose because you just spent $600 on tickets. So why would you do that? Right. I think there's a fighting chance here. I think it's to be close though. I got thirty-eight, thirty-five, Syracuse, with the dub. Oh, thirty-eight, thirty-five. Okay, that's a little bit higher than me. Um, I went a little bit lower, but yeah, I, I think that we're going to be able to, to put points up um, on these guys. I think the the receivers are going to fix some things. I think there's a lot of lot of things we're going to fix. Uh, and I just don't know why I talked myself into this. I had something going into here, but for some reason, and especially after listening to Mac Brown's press conference last night, and just I just I feel like I have to take Syracuse, especially since, like you said, I'm going to the game. Um, so call me a homer if you want. Um, I'm just I don't think North Carolina is Clemson. Um, I don't even know if their offense is, is Clemson. Their defense, their, their sorry, their defense definitely is. Well, not. their quarterback's better, but their his weapons are not. Yeah, and the running backs are not. Line. Even though they're good, Hampton's good, but the running backs are not Shipley and Maffa. No, Hampton is good. Hampton's so. good, but you know you don't have a Shipley Maffa one two. And Bishop's not bad either, but uh, you're right. It's not the same. Offensive line's probably not the same. Defense is definitely not the same. Uh, and I think our defense is going to step up. I think that Marlowe's upset. Um, you know, I think Caleb Okachuku's playing really, really good. Um, Isaiah Johnson and, and Marlo Wax are the two defensive of captains, and those guys had the biggest penalties called on them uh, this last game uh, at homecoming in a game where if we didn't give up uh, those turnovers and spot Clemson 14, then we, pr- we would have been right in the game till the end. So they know that, and I think we're going to go down there relatively healthy, especially considering if you want to compare to last year. And I think that um, our defense is going to, Stand up to the test, and I think that they're gonna they're still gonna give up points now, but I still think they're gonna hold. I think thirty one points is the least amount of points North Carolina's had. So I got Syracuse thirty one, North Carolina twenty seven. Okay, that's a good score. I like that better than mine. Now you talked me off of mine a little bit. I did pick mine yesterday though. But I didn't listen to Mac Brown either, and I don't care what he has got to say. It's, I mean, it's not realistic. Like I said, it's it's nothing personal. It's just you you sit there and you have a twenty minute, twenty plus minute conversation about the, your next this upcoming week, and you spend a minute of it talking about your opponent. 
I mean, there wouldn't even There's, be a lot of questions well, from the media. I was going to so say just, the I media mean, me, directs just, the media directs the conversation most of the time. So, you know, what were they right, asking? Right, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, that's and that's where I'm saying is the disrespect of the media of like oh, it almost seems like the media and those type of people is they just they're not even worried about Syracuse. Well, it's not like like they're four and zero. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I feel you a little bit, but if you if 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 the media or in whoever's watching the Clemson game, that's not who Syracuse is. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, if you you probably aren't going to take the time to, to listen to it, but I mean, well, let me, I just let me check. I took the time to no, listen to it. I'm not. And just for some reason, like I'm sitting there listening to it, just like waiting for him to talk about like Syracuse and like what they have to do to you know, and it just it never came out. <laughs> Nothing ever came about, and I'm like. Huh. But it's, it says North Carolina Syracuse pregame press conference, and there was literally nothing. So I just, I don't know. Maybe it was just, maybe I'm just upset that I listened to the whole thing. I, I think that's what it is. You're, and you're like trying to coach me into listening to it, but, but yeah, you're still at the same you, time. You're, I feel like you, you're still at the same time, though. You're telling me there's nothing worth listening to. So, mm-hmm. okay. That's a terrible tactic. If you if you come up, oh, it's awful! It's awful. It really uh, is. I can I just, barely I get like through our see. own pressers, bro. I mean, let's be honest. I before we went on, before we went live, I said it's every week I waste seventeen minutes of my life life listening to the 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 upcoming game presser. There's, so you got to there, do it while you're driving. I do it. That's when I, so it doesn't feel like a waste. I put it on and hook it to the, you know, it's hooked up to the speakers, the Bluetooth, and I just listen to it like it's a podcast or something. That's yeah. exactly what I do. But still, I mean, there's other things I could be listening to, too. I just wish that there was a little bit more information in there. That's all. But I understand. I get it. I mean, I get it. I just, you know, I guess it's to me, it's, to, to me, it's to me, it's just it's it's point. It's a pointless thing to do if, if we're not going to get any answers on anything. So, anyways, I just hope that, um, like you said, Syracuse comes into this game healthy. We still don't have words on every word on everybody that we are up and you know questioning. But the yeah. most important well, thing, like said, though, is getting out healthy. And and because you gotta you gotta you're gonna go home to Syracuse for a couple of days, and you're gonna go to Tallahassee. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we find this out every week, right? Like every week, we have the game. And then they go to the press conference and they ask him questions about certain players. And of course, he he's like, oh, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to wait and right. see. We're going to have to wait and see. And then, you know what I mean? Then all of a sudden, you know, the game starts and we see Dave Wallabaugh in a damn cast in a little, you know, what is it? A little uh, scooter. Oh, oh, <laughs> Same thing he, with like a Ronde and stuff. He's on a knee you know scooter? I mean? Is that like, what it is? The little knee scooter? I mean, usually if you mess up your Achilles or you know, something like that, you know, you're supposed to stay off of it. So any type of foot or, you know, Achilles injuries, usually running around with one leg up on a scooter. But, yeah, no, it's um, – that's just like one, one one second we don't even know, oh, this guy might play. We don't know if he's going to play. Next thing you know, you see him at the game and he's in, a, you know, a cast or he's in street clothes and you're like, all right, what's going on? So we know what it is. It's a situation where he's, he doesn't want the opponent to know that you know certain players aren't going to play. So I imagine we're going to see some different players in there, probably more than we've seen. And come Saturday, we'll probably be surprised. But it'll be harder to actually see because we'll be at the game. 
and we won't be at home listening to the television with the announcers being like, oh, this player's out and this player's out. You know and, what? I thought about know. that. I thought about that. Not just in that aspect, but in every aspect. I wonder if... I guess the signal thing's a problem, right? But um, if you could get on, you know, if you have YouTube TV or something, you could put it on and just stick it in your pocket and listen to the TV to your earbuds or something. Yeah. Probably be too loud. I'm no, not doing all that. no, I've done that at races, dude. I've done that at races before. It's, oh, yeah, okay, but those are boring, and there's all these. Dude, that's not has nothing to, to do with it. It's way louder there. Is my point? It's way louder there. Is my point? You, well, you, you there's really cars, Sean. There is it's horsepower, bro. I mean, it's loud. No shit. Have you ever been yeah, to a race? Have you ever been to a race, Joe? Yes. Okay. Well, was it louder than a football game, Joe? When the cars came around, yes. What, what track were you at? Watkins Glen. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that is two and a half miles. Yeah, you you sit and twiddle your thumbs for a minute and a half. Come on, that's a terrible, terrible comparison. Jeez, I'm crow. I knew I'm it had to be something honest. stupid. Okay, I was asking. I was answering your question. Look, I'm I'm nice. on my way out of that sport too. As soon as my driver retires, I'm done. They've ruined it. They're, they're, people, somebody is ruining everything. I don't know who it is. But someone's ruining everything because it seems like everything's being ruined, huh? It's just not the same sport, dude. You're lucky a sport anyway with the carbon footprint you guys have. (laughs) It's it's true. As soon, yeah, right. I always said I was going to get out before they tried to go electric. There's an electric mock up. I'm like, I just will not. So what do you do? Pit stop for (laughs) pit stop for a charge? I mean, what do you? What the hell? Changing batteries. Yeah. How many poor bastards got to mine that lithium? You know? I mean, where are we? Yep. <laughs> so, anyway, don't get me started. We're causing, we're creating more problems than we're fixing here. I don't know, really. Yeah. Like, the batteries aren't even, I mean, what do you do with them? At some <laughs> point, everything just... Start be- on fire. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what you, I mean, seriously. You just got to burn everything. And then what? And it's a two-hour red flag as you have the hazmat crew show. Up. Yeah, you have the hazmat crew show up. No one can breathe anything. Everybody's got to evacuate, even though you're outside. NAS- NASCAR races are already too long. Uh, reach below your seat and grab the respirators <laughs> and head towards the exits calmly. No, they're gonna have like a they're gonna have like a lift like Top Gun out in the what the <laughs> ejection seat. Shout out. <laughs> The ejection sheet where you get shot out and get flown up in the air and come down with the parachutes. You don't burn alive. Well, you might end up burn alive in that case. Anyway. Um, okay. All right. Go, Cuse. Uh, this, as always, is taking a turn. And it's not a good one. So, yeah. Per the usual. Why? Because we're talking about your sport? No. I mean, look, I've, I've loved that sport for a long time. It's not the same sport. It's not the yeah, same. It's not. They change the car every year. Um, they 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 try to do this to appease fans. The, the, the racing's not there. It's there's so much arrow action to the to the cars these days that, and there's no passing. I mean, you know, it didn't used to be that you just watch it for the wrecks. I know people who don't watch NASCAR a lot. That's why they watch it. But now that's why I watch it because nothing else is happening. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, they ruined it. They really did. Um, all right, Sorry, all of bro. you. In the X spaces. 
appreciate y'all for tuning in. Appreciate everybody who's downloading the podcast. If you would, and you love us, give us a five-star review and a rating. We appreciate it so much. So close to 100. I want to get 100. Damn it. At 93 for Joe. Sean, we're out. Peace.